with chocolate treats mixed into dark chocolate ice cream, the Tillamook Chocolate Collection is a chocolate game changer because the thing that pairs best with chocolate is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Hall of Famer, World's Strongest Man, a world champion in not one, not two, but three different sports. Mark Henry and I talked to another Hall of Famer, Arn Anderson. And he has some interesting things to say about Cody Rhodes. Speaking of AEW, we also speak to Tony Khan. That's right. It's Tony time on the Busted Open Podcast. And we get you ready for Extreme Rules on Sunday right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Let's get back into it. All right, so Liv Morgan and Carmella. I'm rooting heavy for Liv Morgan on Sunday. But do we do have some extremely, and I mean extremely, extreme rule matches that are coming up. And one is that we didn't even know was an extreme rules match, and that was Roman Reigns and the Demon, Finn Balor. It is extreme rules match. I guess we'll find out the stipulations of that tonight on SmackDown. Um, listen, I, I, I can't see in any universe, even the WWE universe, that Finn Balor beats Roman Reigns. But having how, the demon how, how back... How was that, Dave? Because, man, everybody's looking Can towards Crown question? Jewel. Go ahead, please. When was the last time you saw the demon beaten? He's only been beaten once. Only once has the, the demon ever been beaten. Uh, how many times have Roman Reigns been beat? I mean, he's been. I bet you career. can pick out multiple times. Yes, he has been beat multiple times. So what says that it won't happen again? It's it's possible. The demon's but not record. Like the demon's record is better than Roman's. Sometimes you got to go to the statistics. You got to go to the records. Records okay. count. So you think that there's a good chance that Finn Balor beats Roman Reigns on Sunday? I do. And I think that a lot of it is things need to be mixed up. Things need to be changed. You saw Bobby Lashley come in and destroy Big E and Roman Reigns and leave them lame. That was a good that I mean, that was a, a really that was good, good shit. That, yeah, that was on Raw Monday. And night. it was a no bit of mixing that I feel like is needed in the championship stratosphere at WWE. 
what would be more of a mixing than to have the demon become champion? Oof. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. Imagine we come on on a Monday morning here on Busted Open as Finn Balor, your new universal champion. Bro, I would lose it. I would love it. I would want I would want to see more. And then there's a couple other guys that should be in that conversation. Drew McIntyre should be in that conversation. Where where's my opportunities? I've done everything there was to do to be the guy. And Finn Balor comes and all of a sudden he's he gets an opportunity and now he's a champion. Where Maybe we get a heel Drew McIntyre again. Like, I mean, there's so much. Sheamus. Sheamus is, is busted his ass. He did everything there is to do to make that company go. During the pandemic and now. He's solid. I wouldn't mind seeing Sheamus in the in the in the conversation. All right, well, first of all, with Finn Balor. Mix it up. Finn, Finn Balor was your first ever Universal champion. Uh, we're getting Damian Priest, Jeff Hardy, and Sheamus in a triple threat tables elimination match for the United States Championship on I'm Sunday. I'm glad it's so elimination. That, yeah, I love the elimination format. I, I, yes, I hate sir. when like yes, the champion gets beat and he's not even the one that's getting pinned. I, I, I love... I love the elimination format, and we're going to get that on Sunday. And then there's a couple of championship matches, Mark, that I want to get your take on. First, Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. I'm not a fan of the heel Becky Lynch, but as you know, I'm a huge fan of Bianca. Do we see Bianca win that SmackDown Women's Championship again on Sunday? I, I, I think so. I think we see ah. that. And, Dave, you, we thought that Becky was more of a heel – as a babyface, when she was on, when she was a champion before she left, we had that conversation. We did. <laughs> Remember, yep. like I, I was like, man, she's just, she's just too heelish. But the people love her. Now, the veil of invisibility is is gone. We all see her as a heel now. We don't see the face at all. We don't see the sweetness. We don't see the respectfulness. She's she's a heel. So there's no there's no uh, confusing what she is, and I think that Bianca Belair did a hell of a job to push herself to the top. She had unbelievable people to work with, and if you want to make a star for the future in the women's division, now's the time. Okay, and she beats Sasha Banks. She beats Bailey, and she beats the man. Wow, what does that do for her? And who's gonna be? I mean, yeah, I can't say who's gonna be here the longest, but Becky can't always just be around. She's a mom. And you got to be able to have checks and balances in times that moms can be with their kids. Respectfully, as a wrestler, yes, they can do it all. But believe me, when it comes to my kids, 
I'm going to them first. Interesting. Interesting. All right, one more women's match before we take a break and get to some phone calls from the nation. Charlotte Flair and Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Ooh. Championship. Do we see a new champion in Alexa Bliss on Sunday? You know what? I don't think so. Um, I feel like that what Charlotte was saying is so true. Like, what happened to you? You used to be so unbelievable. And now you sit on a rocking chair or a swing, swinging back and forth with a doll. I hope the dolls are selling because um, I missed the Alexa Bliss that got in the ring and had uh, quote-unquote five-star matches with everybody she had a match with. I missed that. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream is a total chocolate game changer. We start with unbelievably creamy dark chocolate ice cream. Then we add different chocolate treats like chocolate cookies, chocolate cake, or chocolate brownies to make four decadent chocolate flavors. Because sometimes the thing that pairs best with chocolate <laughs> is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. 
to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. It feels good. Back here on Busted Open, Dave LaGreca, Mark Henry, and oh yeah, it must feel good for our next guest. As you heard, owner, president, the man behind the brand, the one and only Tony Khan. Tony, good morning to you. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Uh, we're good. Man. We we are good, and it must feel good for you. Uh, congratulations. Another historic landmark this past Wednesday uh, in Queens, over 20,000 fans at Arthur Ashe Stadium. So first and foremost, congratulations for everything that took place on Wednesday. Well, thank you. It was a great night on Wednesday. It was uh, the biggest crowd we've ever had, and it was one of the best dynamites we've ever had. I think the match between Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson is one of the best matches we've ever had. It was a really special way to start the AEW Grand Slam. And tonight on TNT, AEW Rampage Grand Slam, I believe is the most star-studded, packed two hours of TV we've ever done tonight on TNT. So I'm really excited for tonight's card. I think it's the most jam-packed card we've ever had. Tony, I had my celebratory cigar uh, after the show. And I, I, I made a quote that, made, that popped a few people. I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> what did you do? What did you do? What did you say to yourself when you looked in the mirror? Did you look at yourself and say, damn it, we, I did it? <laughs> it was pretty great. Uh, well, we're only halfway home. I mean, we, we had a great show, I think, on Wednesday night. And I put a card together that I believed would be the biggest TV week we've ever had, and it's been huge so far. I think to come in and have five straight weeks at number one on Wednesday night for AEW Dynamite is a dream come true. I mean, before this year, we had never been number one with AEW Dynamite for the week. We had finished everywhere from two to ten, but we had never had the number one spot until April 14th, and since then we've had it a lot of times including five straight Wednesdays. And that's really the goal every week. I mean, we've hit what would be my goal. I think you really, if, as long as you're at number one or competing for number one every week, that's ideal. Last week, Rampage actually finished number two on cable, and I would love it if we could win the week and finish number one with the AEW Rampage Grand Slam or at least compete for that number one spot every week. And this is the biggest card we've ever put on a Friday night by far tonight. You know, to have the first match in over seven years of CM Punk on TV, it's a pretty big deal for him to be wrestling tonight. And Powerhouse Hobbs is one of our top young stars. It's a dream match in many ways, and we're coming off the biggest dream match we could have put together, I think, on Wednesday. And tonight, there's a lot more dream match action on the card for for the fans to, to check out. And I really believe we've never had more star power in any two-hour tv show than we have tonight on rampage 
Well, and that's saying something because we've seen some big episodes of Rampage, but I think you're right. When you look at it, it's a, a two-hour show tonight on TNT for AEW Rampage on a Friday night. Uh, but just the feel. I mean, and, and a lot of times, Tony, like, it's about the matches, and we'll get into that first match Wednesday night between Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. But I think, you know, there's more to that in wrestling than just the matches. It's the moments. It's the feel. It's the crowd. And I think you got all those dynamics encompassed in what we saw on Wednesday and what we're going to see tonight on Rampage. Absolutely. It's absolutely. Uh, really, we're in a great place right now. I think with our fans, uh, with our wrestling, it's all coming together at a great time where – Every significant business metric in AEW is really peaking right now and just keeps climbing. So it's a great time for us, and it's a great time, I think, to be a wrestling fan because the business is doing so well right now, and it's probably the strongest wrestling has been in over 20 years. Well, think about that for a second. We talk about it a lot here, about how healthy AEW is when we haven't seen anything outside the WWE be healthy in over 20 years. But how did it feel to like to, to, to be in New York City? And, and Tony, I'm an old school guy. I'm 50. So I grew up in the territory era. So, you know, for, for forever, it was WWWF and WWF and WWE that has dominated the tri-state area in the East Coast. Like, how did it feel for you to come to New York City and fill a stadium like Arthur Ashe? And you know what? It's We're not even talking about like a Madison Square Garden. We're talking about you have now cemented your own venue in Arthur Ashe this past Wednesday. Well, it's pretty amazing. I think the Rampage Grand Slam uh, was a huge success for us. I'm, I'm sorry, the Dynamite Grand Slam was a huge success. The Rampage Grand Slam tonight I hope is going to be a huge success. We're halfway home, uh, and I'm very excited about what happened Wednesday. It's the biggest crowd uh, we've ever had. It's the best reception I think we've ever had to anything we've done. And really tonight, uh, the card is, is so stacked. You know, I held back in some ways for tonight, knowing we were doing a, a two-show card, uh, you know, putting two nights of great matches out there. I really wanted to put a lot into the second night, and tonight's show is going to reflect that. I mean, when you run down the card and look how many of our top stars are wrestling tonight on Rampage on TNT and how huge the matches are, it is pretty unprecedented to try and put two shows like this together. We've never done four hours of TV in one week, and I think it, you know, it's, it's pretty great so far. We're halfway home, and I really believe tonight's going to be a very special night for us. You've mentioned it on Busted Open before, but now it's official. Uh, January 5th, Dynamite will move over to TBS starting on that date. More uh, TBS in more homes than TNT. So I think this is a, a very big, positive move for AEW. Well, it's going to work out great. Uh, you know, I think tonight you'll see Rampage on TNT, and Rampage is going to stay on TNT for the long term. Dynamite moving to TBS, I think it's win-win. Uh, first of all, it worked out very well for us financially, uh, and it, it's great to be able to keep Rampage on TNT also, which has got really pretty similar penetration. It's, it's a win-win for us, I think, to be across these two great networks. Uh, WCW, again, two decades ago, had some really, really good run on both networks, uh, and to have that penetration, you know, two separate audiences, I think is great. 
There is a sports audience on Friday nights that TNT's got a little bit more history of sports, and there are some places where, frankly, uh, after a Thursday NBA game, it's some of the some of the bars and sports bars across this country uh, where Friday night they already have TNT on the TV. So uh, I think it makes a lot of sense um, to have both networks in play for us. So I'm really excited. Rampage will be on TNT for the long haul and very excited about Dynamite in January making that move to TBS. But both, both shows on TNT for a while. Uh, we got to get in, you know, because at, at some point, Tony, you and I have to do, uh, you know, greatest matches of all time. Top 10 this, top 10 that, because I know you're such a historian uh, when it comes to pro wrestling. We saw an instant classic Wednesday night between Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. You know, that 30-minute time limit draw, old school. I used to grow up watching that on, on Georgia Championship Wrestling on TBS back in the day. I mean, had to be proud of those two wrestlers and how Dynamite started on Wednesday Absolutely. night. Absolutely. Absolutely. Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson had an all-time great match. Uh, I was really proud of that match and how, how it turned out. And absolutely, uh, it, was a, it was a big success, I think, in terms of getting eyeballs on the show. You know, we've done 103 episodes of Wednesday Night Dynamite. 103 episodes of Dynamite. I guess some of them had been time-shifted. But after 103 episodes of Dynamite, that was one of our top three highest-rated shows we've ever done, which is really saying something. So one of the biggest things we've ever done since the debut it was the second highest rated show since the debut, and uh, it's a big deal. Uh, and those two highest rated shows we've had since the debut have both come since All Out, since uh, the arrival of all these big stars, you know, since CM Punk had debuted in the ring, and since uh, Adam Cole and Ruby Soho and Brian Danielson had arrived in AEW. So it's really exciting what's happening. We've had all-time highs for audience in recent weeks, and we're on a great trend. I think uh, for me, uh, tonight on AEW Rampage is the culmination of the biggest week of television we've ever done, and to be number one five weeks in a row on Wednesday night, I mean, who would have ever dreamed of it? And now we've had Rampage ranked number one in the past. Like I said, we were number two last week. Uh, the card is so strong tonight on TNT, and uh, I think it's a really can't-miss show tonight for Friday Night Rampage. Tony, I am so excited for tonight. Uh, also, I'm so excited for the relationship between AEW and the Owen Hart Foundation. Uh, I had nothing to do with this, but listen, anything you want me to do, Related to that, I'm there for it. I do it on my off time as well as when I'm at work. I, I, I loved Owen. He, I wouldn't be here today talking to you if it was not for Owen Hart, 100%. And I will do whatever it takes, and I know that our fan base uh, loved Owen Hart and will also participate. So I'm going to call on the, the nation here at SiriusXM to join us in whatever endeavors that you take us into. Well, I really appreciate that, Mark. I, I always appreciate that from you. And uh, this uh, is going to be a tremendous, tremendous event. And it's a great partnership with Martha Hart and the Owen Hart Foundation. Uh, Martha is 
a very principled woman, to say the least. She's a very intelligent woman. And she thought long and hard about this, and we talked for a long time about this. I mean, I talked to Martha about this for over a year on a regular basis, and uh, she put a lot of thought into it, and we put a lot of thought into it, and that's how this came together. She's a really good person, and I think she wanted to make sure we're good people too. And I I really uh, like Martha a lot, and I just can't say enough great things about the legacy of Owen Hart and how much it means to so many of us and what a great opportunity this is to celebrate his life. Uh, We'd had this in the works for a long time. And the Owen, uh, I think, can be a very special prize in wrestling. I think people are going to want to win the Owen, and I believe we'll really establish that as a very special thing in AEW, a really special annual tradition. So I'm excited to tell people more about that. I've got a few uh, match announcements and a few big uh, booking plans up my sleeve uh, that I'm excited for people to find out about. And, uh, you know, that that's all coming, I think, in due time. And, and the Owen Hart announcement's really, really big for us. Um, so when we get through this, this huge night tonight on Friday Night Rampage, I think next week we'll have uh, a lot of cool stuff when the dust settles. But I appreciate you saying that, Mark, because uh, it was a lot of hard work. You know, uh, Chris Jericho introduced me to Martha, and without that introduction, I don't think this would be happening. So I really appreciate Chris and, uh, you know, going into his big match tonight, uh, you know, against American Top Team. uh, Just very thankful he made that introduction to Martha. Hey everyone, Lindsay Rhodes here. And with the NFL season underway, I am thrilled to announce that my podcast, The NFL Roadshow, will be dropping three times a week. On Mondays, we're going to recap the most interesting stories to come out of the NFL weekend. Wednesdays are going to be for a bit of a deeper discussion. And on Fridays, we're going to bring you the best of my SiriusXM fantasy show with the great Michael Fabiano, Fantasy Dirt. So please, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. Hey guys, Conan O'Brien here to tell you about some of the stranger things we've been doing recently on my podcast, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Recently, we had an episode where I uh, sat down with some of the writers that I worked with on Conan O'Brien Must Go. That's my uh, travel show on Max. And we talked about everything that goes into those shows uh, and a lot of very insane anecdotes from our travels and adventures. There's another episode you might want to check out where I discuss with my physician, Dr. Arroyo, about my experience on Hot Ones. We talk about my near-death experience and his uh, complete inability to help me because he may or may not be a real doctor. That's just some of the stuff that's been going on. uh, And if you feel up to it, check it out. So catch up on all things I've been up to on Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. 
But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Good morning, Double I, I just informed Dave LaGreca that you give the best nicknames in the world, so I want you to think about something for Dave before we get off tonight. <laughs> I told him, I was like, you, you say, hey, Jumbo. Uh, and you're the only person that ever called me anything other than Mark, and I don't care. You're the only you're allowed to call me whatever the hell you want to. But Jumbo is like one of my favorites. Well, and it was meant with respect. Nobody's foolish enough to insult Mark Henry. I certainly <laughs> hope not. <laughs> Maybe the world's strongest son that you have that thinks he knows something these days, right? Oh God. Please don't bring him up, Arn. It's too early. Man, he went from a, being a child to a monster in the two, last two times I've seen him. Yeah, and he's, he's growing pretty fast. Let me ask you this, because I know transitions are tough. Um, and you're one of the best that's ever stepped into a ring. And you've been a coach for Cody. And we see that weekly on AEW Dynamite. Though I have seen you get a little frustrated at times with Cody because sometimes he lets his emotions uh, get the best of him and he doesn't have his head on straight. Do you agree with that? Does Cody let his emotions at times get the best of him? Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I don't, I don't want anybody out there to think that uh, Cody and our relationship is anything but what it is. I'm his coach. He's not my coach. I'm his coach. He knew if he wanted, and I'll just say it, I got no problem saying this about myself, if he wanted a wealth of knowledge from 38 years, that's what I brought to the table. I've seen the transition of the business go from what it was in 82 to what it is now and everything in between. And when I tell Cody or advise him or suggest to him, however you want to put it, here's what we should do if this opinion or if this situation arises. Here's what we're going to do. And we discuss two or three scenarios around it, and he agrees, okay, if this happens, this is what we'll do. I would etch it in stone, I think, because we've discussed it, we've agreed, we've pictured it, we've looked into the future and went, this will work. Cody is high strung. Cody is wide open. Cody thinks that he can, uh, you know, burn the candle, not at both ends, but if there's a third end somewhere in the middle and, and he's young and he can get away with it. I'll just say this, which I said to Cody right now, Malachi Black not only has his number, he's got all of our numbers because he is thinking one thing. He's not thinking about the big show, which is, Cody's been starring on. He's not thinking about his reality show. All he's thinking about is coming out through that curtain, getting inside somebody's head, and if he catches an opening, he'll kick your head off. This guy wants to become the best in the world, and he's taking a fast track for it. For me, right now, Cody's just too Hollywood. 
Wow. wow. All right. So that first of all, you said a lot to digest because I think there are people that might agree with your statement that, you know, it is about focus. Mark, you know better than anybody. You're a world champion in three different sports. You you don't become champion one at by a being time. Distracted. Yes, one at a time. You can't get distracted. You can't think ahead. You can't think behind. You got to think in, in that moment, and you got to be focused. So, like in essence. Arn, it sounds like you're saying that Cody, because of all the different, he wears many hats. You know, he's he's corporate Cody too. He's somebody that wears a briefcase and is an executive. And he's a new dad. He's got a lot of responsibility, and his focus is off. Arn, I think you have found the secret sauce. If you can get him to see that, which is what good coaches do then maybe we can fix it. I'll you think that this, that's... Mark, I'll just say this. You never went into a weightlifting competition or a big match or anything else, and on your way to the ring or on your way to a lift, you were thinking about, God, I didn't, you know, I saw the show air last week that, you know, uh, on reality show, and I didn't like the color of that suit. If you're thinking mm. about that kind of stuff, you better not be going out to the ring shortly for the headhunter like Malachi Black. But you know what True. he's thinking about? If I got to kick your knee out or poke you in the eye or kick you in the uh, uh, nether regions down low, that's what I'll do just to get that kick in because that's what he's living for today. You cannot fight a guy that is as dedicated to the utter destruction of Cody Rhodes and everything that's around him. And that's what's happening. One guy's focused on wrestling and winning. The other guy is wearing too many hats. When you try to wear too many hats, most of them are going to fall off and hit the floor. Just saying. Wow. Wow. I, I mean, there's nothing on that Waffle House card that you carry that's going to be able to have an answer for that. Number one, I like Waffle House. And number two... <laughs> There's valuable information on yes. that card. Uh, this is less Cody <laughs> agrees to do it. <laughs> yeah. I bring everything back to food on. It looked yeah, like a Waffle it. House card to me, and I love Waffle House too. And they owe us a free meal just for mentioning them, Arn. Now, that's a laminated card that has some specific things that Cody needs to do in order to succeed. And I think, Arn, you, you brought up a poisonous word. Now, whether it's whether it's pro wrestling and Mark, you know, in the world of the NFL or or any sport, you know, Arn Anderson brought up the word Hollywood and he said that Cody has gone Hollywood. You know, he's he's reading his own press clippings. He's watching his own commercials, you know, and I think that that's that word. You lose your you lose your focus. You know, everything, Mark, everything goes back to Rocky three. Right. You, you, yeah. you know, and and you lose you lose that eye of the tiger. And Arn, when you say Hollywood, that is a poisonous word that you can use for an athlete. For success, it's poisonous. Yes. Well, it's two different things. In Hollywood, if something doesn't go right, Dave, here's the way it goes: cut. That was rotten. Do it again. When you're in the middle of a fight at the level that Cody is in, most of the time. There is no second chance. You either get it right the first time or you lose. And when you lose at that level, you lose a couple of times 
people start to question your validity. And does he still have it? Does he still want it? You know, wrestling fans are awesome, man. They, you know, and the reason I love them so much is they're so honest. When you're great, most of the time they'll tell you. And when you suck, they'll let you know. You know, they're starting to, I, I can feel it and hear it. There's rumblings, not about Cody being the flagship of the company or the face of the company, because he carries that badge, and I agree that he should, because he can get the word out about our product. He does a great job. But the fact is, without being one of, if not the best wrestler in the company, how many people are going to actually listen to him? Hollywood's a grand thing if that's all you're doing is Hollywood. Right now, he needs to concentrate on getting his wins and losses turned around and earn the fact that when he opens his mouth, people listen. Right now, I'm just not too sure. Hollywood's a positive, positive thing. In a lot of cases, I don't know if it works for Cody in this particular situation. Later on, well, maybe. Well, we, we, we spoke about this on the show yesterday, coming off the heels of Wednesday night, Arn, and the fact that there were fans in Queens booing Cody, you know, and cheering Malachi Black. That's something that if, you know, if, if you would have said that six months ago, a year ago, that there'd be fans booing Cody Rhodes, I, I wouldn't have believed it. But there were some boo birds for him uh, on Wednesday night in Queens. I would say one other thing, Dave, and just I'm just speculating, and I don't pretend to be a, a mind reader, but I'm trying to get in the head of a of a wrestling fan. The most talented guy and the number one guy in Hollywood right now is The Rock. Nobody, no, dis, no disputing that. And I'm talking about as an actor. John Cena was a guy that had always said he was dedicating 100% of his time to the fans, to the company, to the business. I feel like when he started doing movies and he was no longer with WWE, I think fans possibly, I'm not putting words in their mouth, may feel a little bit betrayed that they got their support behind these guys. And then as soon as they got red hot, they took off to Hollywood. I don't think that's the case. They earned everything they got, and I think they deserve a chance, certainly, Rock and Cena, you know, to pursue other things. I think that may be okay. Cody's going to get red hot. He's going to do all these shows, and he's not going to be around anymore. And I think they might feel a little bit. Uh, betrayed. I, yeah, I don't want to say betrayed, but you know what am I looking Slided? for right here? Slided, maybe. Slided, slided. perfect. Slided a little yeah. bit. I can see that. Damn. Wow, that's a great observation, Arn. As, well, and I'm a fan. Well, I know, Mark, I know you know. I don't think that's the case. I just think, I mean, when you're a new father, when you're the face of the company, when you're number one, you know, one of the top wrestlers in the company, and you've got two shows going on, and a reality show is exactly what it is. You imagine cameras following you around your, your place, Mark, all day long? I can't. Oh, Lord, that's got to be a little bit of a strain. We'll see. Like we'll see. Where, you know, I know Cody's got to get this turned around like yesterday, guys, because this is twice the guys beat him. He's kicked my head off. He's kicked my son's head off. 
that would be expected. You know, I'm not 25 anymore, and Brock's had seven matches. Dustin Rhodes gave him a hell of a run. You know, had a hell of a match, had him in trouble a couple of times. This guy's beatable. It's just going to take the guy that's focused, and that's all he's concentrating on is beating this guy. Because I can tell you, his head is is exactly into beating guys and guys that are on the top of the totem pole. Hmm. Well, you know what? If in in a lot of ways, I'm sure that you feel a little slighted. I mean, Malachi Black, you know, you know, physically for you, and then you know, Cody, you know not thinking of that and focusing on that, you were attacked by Malachi Black. So Cody should be thinking of that when he steps into the ring with somebody like Black. Well, you know, there was a little bit of an incident, and I don't want to make too much of this, but where, you know, I got a little excited. Cody, you know, hit the cutter, and he hit his move, his finishing move right behind it. I thought that was it. The guy kicked out, but, man, he was in the worst trouble, Malachi, that I've seen him in. He was right to the picking, right there. But I saw Cody pull up and start looking through the crowd for a reaction instead of going for the kill, and I'm screaming, finish it, finish it. There was no window of time that had to go down when the guy was hurt. There was a collision. Okay, I got knocked off the apron. I'm, you know, I'm old, but I'm not 100% brittle. Cody came out to see about me when he should have been in the ring finishing the match. And that's what I told him. What are you doing out here? Get in there and finish it. If you don't have that killer instinct to know, now's the time. Strike, strike heavy and go for the kill, you're going to miss out on a lot of opportunities. And that's what I saw happen. And it happened, you know, just exactly like it should have. The guy overcame. Wow, you, you cleared that up. Yeah. You cleared I mean, that up I'm because not, I didn't know what the mad. issue was, Arn. I'm not mad, Mark. I just know when you're, and you know this, man, when you're, Deep into a match, and a guy that doesn't make too many mistakes makes one, you better follow up. You may not get another chance. Yeah, true. Well, uh, Arn, if anybody can turn this around, it's you. You're a Hall of Famer. You're one of the greatest of all time, and I'm sure you're a phenomenal coach as well. And the early success of Cody proves that. So I hope you guys are able to turn this around, and I hope he listens to you. He's a bit hard-headed. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He comes on this show and argues with me because, you know, he can't be wrong. Hopefully you can show him that there are times there where he's wrong and he can learn from it. Like we said before, constructive criticism. He needs to take some of that as well. Well, time will tell. One thing to remember, I'm not Cody's boss. I can only suggest, okay? Cody is not experienced enough, even with all the experience that he has, to coach me. Let's make that clear. Yep. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. 
The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. Hey guys, Conan O'Brien here to tell you about some of the stranger things we've been doing recently on my podcast, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Recently, we had an episode where I uh, sat down with some of the writers that I worked with on Conan O'Brien Must Go. That's my uh, travel show on Max. And we talked about everything that goes into those shows uh, and a lot of very insane anecdotes from our travels and adventures. There's another episode you might want to check out where I discuss with my physician, Dr. Arroyo, about my experience on Hot Ones. We talk about my near-death experience and his uh, complete inability to help me because he may or may not be a real doctor. That's just some of the stuff that's been going on. Uh, and if you feel up to it, check it out. So catch up on all things I've been up to on Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.